You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we're diving into the latest development updates in the Richland County Administration Building. Before we begin, a quick message from our sponsors. Hello, I'm Jody Perry, and I'm running to be the next mayor of Mansfield. I believe that we have great opportunities ahead to strengthen our city. By attracting new jobs and new residents, we can grow. By investing in our neighborhoods, parks, and infrastructure, we can ensure a strong future for all. I believe that we are all a part of Team Mansfield and can help revitalize our community. I'm asking for your vote on November 7th. Paid for by friends of Jody Perry. Now our future story. The county commissioners recently accepted a $1.56 million bid from Studer Obringer Incorporated of New Washington to serve as the general contractor for the L2 renovation project at the Richland County Administration Building. The project, funded by a slice of the county's American Rescue Plan Act funds, aims to create a new space for the county clerk of courts on a floor once housing the county jail. When the bids were unsealed on October 5th, Studer Obringer Incorporated emerged with the lowest bid, although all bids were below the initial $2.25 million estimate by Moorer Architectural Design Studio of Mansfield. Brad Moorer expressed optimism, eyeing a construction start by year-end. The selection wasn't solely about the lowest bid. A thorough review of all bids and positive references led to the recommendation of Studer Obringer, a company with a rich history dating back to 1967. Commissioner Darrell Banks shared that officials from Studer Obringer are eager to commence as this project presents a great indoor work opportunity for their crews during winter. According to the contract, there's a 210-day period from the onset to substantial completion. The L2 project, more than two years in the making, will not only provide more space for the clerk of court's office, but also create a fourth courtroom as requested by common pleas court judges. This additional courtroom will be shared by both judges and their three magistrates, also providing extra space for grand jury sessions. Post-completion, County Administrator Andrew Keller anticipates a two-week window to move the clerk of court's office into the new space, followed by a swift transition into the fourth courtroom build-out. This renovation is a stride towards better infrastructure and operational efficacy in Richland County. As the community keenly anticipates the unfolding of this project, we'll keep you updated with the latest developments. For more on this story, visit richlandsource.com. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at RFME Insurance. RFME is committed to protecting you and your family through some of life's most precious and difficult moments. Whether you're looking for home, health, auto, or life insurance, RFME is here to help. Call 419-524-8411 to learn more. Next, some Ohio history. Today, we continue with what might be the lowest point in Paul Brown's extraordinary coaching career. The Cleveland Browns ended 1956 with a disappointing record, marking Paul Brown's first losing season as a professional coach. In the subsequent draft, they selected Jim Brown, who quickly emerged as a football icon during an era when football's popularity began to surpass baseball. Despite his on-field dominance, Jim faced criticism from Coach Brown for aspects of his gameplay. As the late 1950s progressed, players increasingly questioned Paul Brown's leadership, especially after a crucial game against the Giants in 1958, which the Browns lost due to a questionable play call. Amidst team tension and trust issues, advertising executive Art Modell purchased the Browns in 1961. His involvement in team affairs, coupled with a close relationship with Jim Brown, further strained his dynamics with Paul Brown. 
The situation deteriorated when Brown traded star halfback Bobby Mitchell for Heisman Trophy winner Ernie Davis without Modell's knowledge. Davis, tragically diagnosed with leukemia, never played a professional game and passed away in 1963, solidifying the irreparable rift between coach and owner. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Barbara Reed of Ashland. Barbara was born in Talking Rock, Georgia in 1940. She retired from Ohio Edison after more than 31 years of dedicated service. Barbara was a member of the First United Methodist Church, where she served as a Sunday school teacher and greeter. She was a member of the Moose Lodge, Ladies Auxiliary Post No. 16 of the American Legion, AARP, and the NRA. Barbara was preceded in death by her husband of 56 years and is survived by her daughters, grandchildren, step-grandchildren, five great-granddaughters, and four great-grandsons, sisters, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, and extended family members. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Barbara's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 